0: Cody Decker. First baseman, third baseman, catcher, left fielder, right fielder, DH, pinch hitter, all-around handsome guy. On 670, the score. Fastball high in the air, deep left field. This game is tied. Cody Decker with career home run number 200. If they're unwritten rules, why aren't they written? Because they're not rules. And now it's time for Down the Line with former Major Leaguer Cody Decker on 670 The Score, an Odyssey Station presented by Circa Resort and Casino, home of the world's largest sports book. It's Monday. Welcome, everybody, to Down the Line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino, home of the world's largest sportsbook. Guys, it is July 5th, and I know how you're feeling. Probably terrible. Probably just really, really, really bad. You all got together yesterday at some pool at one of your friends' house or at an apartment. You all cooked up some hot dogs. Probably terribly. You probably ate and drank a ton of food. Um, I, I Listen, the reason I say terribly is because there's not a whole lot of Shane Reardon's out there in 670 The Score land. There's only really one guy who's out there smoking meats left and right, bragging about it to everybody, claiming he's a whiskey expert. Get out of here, shit! I'm a whiskey expert, okay? I know more about whiskey than any four people. It is not something I'm necessarily proud of, by the way. That was just more being around baseball forever, turning me into an alcoholic. That's just the way it goes. You learn things, is what I'm saying. It is July 5th fifth, guys. Hope you all had a safe 4th of July. Hope you watched as much baseball as I did. It was a blast. I love me some 4th of July baseball. Cooked me some carne asada. I drank a little bit of tequila, and at one point, I was feeling absolutely no pain. What a day it was. What a day it was. Anyways, I'm actually feeling great. I don't know about you, but with me today, who do I got with me? It's an ever-revolving door. Who do we got today? Oh, we got Mike Rankin here, and we got myself, Brandon Fryer, here. Baby, what a day. How was your guys' day? What did you guys do? Well, for me, I just hung out with family and, you know, just enjoyed the fireworks in my backyard. Luckily, everybody there was popping fireworks until, what, like 2 a.m.? Started, what, 4 p.m. to 2 a.m.? So that was fun. So had the kids watch some fireworks and had some, you know, good food. I can't complain at all. I cooked up a ton of carne asada, a ton of it. And I I heard that Danny Parkins got in a little bit of trouble because he only got like two pounds of shrimp for like 20 people. I had like six people over. I got seven pounds of carne asada and it was eaten, all of it. All of it, gone, boom, done. Granted, a lot of people had a lot to drink, so that might have played into how much they ate, but it didn't matter. They ate the carne asada, and everyone went home happy. I, I mean, it was literally seven pounds. And by the way, I, 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 that's a new pet peeve of mine, anyone that says the word literally, because they use it for everything now. It used to be, when I say I literally cooked seven pounds, I mean that. It was seven pounds, and I literally cooked it. When people, somebody's like, yeah, man, I, I literally was flying out the door. No, you weren't. You literally don't know what the word literally means. I hate that. reference the, the saying there, I feel genuinely something about this, right? Like, if you're saying something, you're probably genuine about it. You don't have to emphasize the genuinely when you say that. that just Unless means- you're Loki from the Marvel Universe, and he's genuinely never trying to say anything polite. See, 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 I just torpedoed your point. Right. It took me 10 seconds. My career I, and you should really just go ahead and ask how fun it is to be married to me to my wife, because she'll tell you. It's a lot of it's a lot of fun. She comes up with a really good point, and I just like, well, what? Well, well, actually, oh god, I'm the worst. Guys, lots of baseball to cover today on Down the Line with Cody Decker. Welcome to Six Seventy The Score, and of course, guys, the All Star rosters have been announced, and I'm pretty fired up about it. A couple of couple of surprises in there, but for the most part, I gotta hand it to both the Major League players, and I gotta hand it to the fans, man. Really do. I really think the fans, for the most part. Really nailed this. I really think this is a good lineup. Let's look at the American League team right now. Catcher Salvador Perez. I don't think you're going to find a whole lot of people are going to disagree with that. Salvi's having himself a hell of a year. He's a mainstay in Kansas City. Um, he, he's going to end up becoming, you know, he's going to be Mr. Kansas City when it's all said and done. And if And if the Kansas City Royals end up these next couple of years taking another World Series run... We're going to be talking about Salvador Perez in a very different way in a couple of years. We're going to start talking about him the way we talk about Molina over in St. Louis. That's what's going to happen if Kansas City does another run. But yeah, Salvador Perez absolutely deserved to be a starter. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., the guy's going to win a triple crown and somehow not the MVP. Uh, Marcus Simeon, yes, what a player. What a player. Rafael Devers. Uh, having himself a hell of a year. I never really thought Raphael Devers, when I was playing for the Red Sox organization, I never thought he was going to become this. I, I thought he was good. I thought he was going to become a solid infielder with some power. But watching what he has really grown into, um, I I'm, I'm really couldn't be happier for him. Third baseman uh, for the Boston Red Sox. Boston coming in hot at shortstop. Uh, Guys, Xander Bogarts was available all offseason. Anyone could have picked him. Anyone. And the Red Sox get him back and look what they got. They got a shortstop, they got an all-star out of it. And look what that team's doing. What no one pulled the trigger on him. It was like same thing happened to Jackie Bradley Jr. Why 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 was Jackie Bradley Jr. available for so long? And he's doing a hell of a job up in Milwaukee. Uh Aaron Judge, I feel like that was just a fan vote thing. Mike Trout, obviously he's injured. Um, but you know, there's a couple other names in here. Mike Zanino. I like Mike Zanino. I think he's a good catcher, and I think he should be an All-Star. But I think this is actually highlighting a problem with the All-Star voting thing. And not even the voting thing, just the All-Star team in general. There should be more than two catchers on this list. That's what I really don't understand about the All-Star game. You know, catching's hard. It's a, it's it's a, it's a it's a skill that's dangerous. Does a lot of damage to your body. I know these are pro athletes that've been playing all season, but you know the season takes a toll on you. So you're telling guys to go play in an all-star game that doesn't have any actual stakes and catch a half a game. Look at you know the Rays right now. They're in a playoff hunt. They're, they're, they're trying to go over the playoffs. Say Zunino goes down. You don't have a third catcher ready to go. What are you going to do? You're just going to put Salvi back in? As of right now, there's no third catcher, and it should be Yasmani Grandal. And the reason why I think people didn't get Yasmani in there is I think people just looked at the batting average and just couldn't get past it. And I get that. I get that. You see 170, 150 to 170 in there. You think, ah, that's not an all-star. Grandal's had an unbelievable year. Look, uh, Cedric Mullins is a guy who should be an all-star out of Baltimore, and he is. He is rightfully so. First guy to have 100 hits this season. He had, uh, you know, it, but the crazy thing is two days ago, they had a stat that was up that it showed him and Grandall had the exact same on-base percentage. Only Grandall had 33 hits and Mullins had had 99 hits. Grandall's having a monster season just in a very very different way. When he makes contact, he does some serious damage. But I really like you know what the one I'm most excited for on the American League side, believe it or not? And I know this isn't going to be the sexy pick. Everyone's really excited to see Otani. Of course I'm excited to be o- see Otani. But it's actually the other angel in there. Jared Walsh has sneakily had a monster year. He's had multiple walk-offs, by the way, in just the last couple of weeks. Dude, he is absolutely an all-star. And I'm really happy he got this opportunity. And if and you got to look back a couple months ago. He's not an all-star right now if the Angels don't get Albert Pujols out of the Angels. That is just a fact would have had to have played. Walsh would have still played, but it would have been sparing time. He wouldn't have played as much at first base. We don't know what kind of year we got out of it. Look at what we got out of this. Awesome. I'm really excited about that. But there is one thing that surprised me. And I know for two months, three months of this season, he was absolutely dominant. But this last month has been so bad for Araldis Chapman. He went from like a zero ERA to a sub four. And he's still in the All-Star game. You know what pitchers are not in the All-Star game? it's more on the national league side but I think I still think it proves my point. Walker Buehler, not an all-star. Arguably the best team in baseball, the Los Angeles Dodgers, over 50 wins. Walker Buehler, their ace, not an all-star. Wow. How does that slip through the cracks? That's a that's a mistake. Walker Buehler absolutely. Who else? Kenley Jansen's had a monster year. I think Melanson has had an amazing year down in San Diego, but I really thought Kenley Jansen did enough to warrant himself. Marcus Stroman's a name that comes to mind out of New York. Uh, I already mentioned Grandall Another big one out of New York, Tywan Walker. What a year he's had. What a year. And I think Luis uh, Luis Rojas had a great answer to a question the other day because, you know, all the Trevor Power stuff going on right now. And somebody asked him, hey, so are you glad you didn't get – trevor bauer this offseason his response was about as classy as it gets i played for luis rojas and i love this answer he just says i'm just really excited that we got our hands on taiwan walker and what a wonderful young man he is what a hell of an answer and yes by the way if you don't know taiwan walker he is one of the genuinely nicest people ever i'm really happy i'm really happy he's having a bounce back year but i truly think taiwan walker should have been an all-star 670 the score. I'm Cody Decker. Down the line with Cody Decker brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino. Get ready for the time of your life at Circa Resort and Casino. Las Vegas' newest entertainment destination. Bet with the pros at the world's largest sports book, Circa Sports. Guys, by the way, in case you didn't see, I've been following them on Twitter. The amount of partying that was taking place yesterday at, at Stadium Swim. Now, if you haven't seen Stadium Swim, feel free to Google it. Because it is where you want to be probably right now. It's where I want to be right now. You know how much sweeter this would be doing this show down the line with Cody Decker brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino? If I was sitting just on a hammock watching five games in the sun holding a margarita and telling you all about baseball right now, it'd be awesome. I might have to do that next week. What do you think? Brandon, you want to go with me over to Circa? You want to go to Vegas and watch some baseball? Why not, man? Is this going to be on your bill? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how expensive a date you are. I'm not that expensive. You can take me. It's fine. I've heard that before. Next thing you know, we're going to Wally's and I'm spending a ton of money. No, no, no. I I see your game. I see your game. I tweeted this out, by the way, about an hour ago. And this is something that it's a question that I really want answered. And I want to know what the fan's perspective is. But the Home Run Derby, time-honored tradition that I love so much. It's my favorite thing. I love the Home Run Derby. It's one of my favorites. I'm only going to touch on it today because we only have a short time today. Do you guys feel that the Home Run Derby this season is lacking star power? And I normally wouldn't say that because everyone's very excited about, you know, defending champion, um, you know, Polar Bear coming back. uh, And then, of course, Otani, which I'm jazzed about. And, of course, the feel-good story of Trey Mancini, who I also say should be an all-star, by the way. But he's in the Home Run Derby coming back from uh, a year after battling cancer. It's a wonderful story. I hope he wins. It's great. But there's a lot of other spots still available. Salvador Perez has joined in. But the names that we aren't hearing, Vladdy, Tatis Jr., Acuna Jr. When are we going to hear these names? Some of these names have already said they're not going to do it. Tatis Jr. I get. He's had some shoulder injuries this year. I can understand the Padres not wanting to mess with it. Don't put him in the Home Run Derby. And especially in this Home Run Derby, you know, it's in Colorado. Last time there was a Home Run Derby in Colorado, it was during the old school Home Run Derby setup. It was during the... Uh, 10 outs to hit as many home runs as you possibly can. Well, now it's a timed deal. It's an actual endurance test, the home run derby now. It is, quite frankly, difficult. I can actually understand any team not wanting to put their player out there doing this type of home run derby and that type of altitude, especially your star like Otani. Keep in mind, Otani's going to do that home run derby, and the next day he's going to start, and he's probably going to pitch. That's a lot to ask of a guy who is your star player, who is, quite frankly, going to be the highlight of this entire thing. If you don't think Otani's going to play the entire game, he's going to play the entire He's getting four at-bats, and then he's going to come in and pitch late in the game, which I do hope the Angels are watching because I don't think Otani's future on the mound is as a starter. I think Otani would be much better served, and the Angels will be better served if he was DHing the whole game, playing first base the whole game, and becomes either a late-inning reliever or best-case scenario, he's your closer. Think about it this way. This is a guy that throws four pitches. His last outing in New York did not go as hot as he wanted it to be, but he was voted in as an all-star both as a player and by the pl- 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 by and by the players as a pitcher. That is staggering. That has never happened in the history of Major League Baseball. That's never taken place. We are of the opportunity to witness something staggering this weekend, and I cannot wait to see it when the All-Star Game comes around. I know you guys are, too. 670 the score. Down the line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino, home of the world's largest sportsbook. Guys, let's actually do that. Let's take a look at that Circa Sportsbook, because we got a lot of ball games tonight, and there's definitely a couple taking place in Chicago that you guys want to talk about. So let's talk about them White Sox. Did not get the win yesterday. Did not like how they played. Wasn't Lucas Giolito's best game. They got Dylan Cease on the mound, taking on Ober over in Minnesota. You know, the lines on this are a little surprising because, I mean, on paper, Dylan Cease against the Minnesota Twins, who have been floundering all season. You also saw what the White Sox did to the Twins last week. I do think this is going to be a hard-fought uh, hard-fought series. I really do. I think the Twins are feeling embarrassed about last week, as they should. And forget it, last week. They should be embarrassed about their season. Period. Period. What a waste of a year. This is a team that should have been at the top of this division. They're in the cellar, and quite frankly, where they belong at the moment. But right now you got Cease -126. I think that's a pretty fair line. I think that is something to go with. I didn't I don't think they're going to win by much. I'm expecting a fairly low scoring affair tonight. I'm going to go with just them going at -126. Dylan Cease, I really like him this year. The San Diego Padres taking on the Washington Nationals. As easy as it is for you to sit here and say the Nationals are playing good baseball right now, and they are. They are playing very good baseball right now. I don't even know who's starting, so much so that the sports books don't even know what's starting that they actually have the pitcher listed as any pitcher. So right now, you got Musgrove facing any pitcher in Washington, D.C., apparently, and the odds are staggeringly against the Washington Nationals, negative 240, so there's really not much value to bet on that. However, I am expecting a lot of runs to be scored tonight. A lot of runs to be scored. They only set the line at seven and a half. Any pitcher pitching over against that San Diego Padres lineup, yeah, they're going to score 15. I think the Padres are going to score a ton of runs tonight. I think uh, I think the over is going to come up pretty big tonight with the San Diego Padres versus Washington Nationals. Let's look at the Mets in Milwaukee. Now, I am a Mets fan. I'm a Mets mark. I played for him in 2017 and I've just kind of fallen for that team. And I've really been excited about this team all season. That being said, they're playing against Milwaukee. They're facing Woodruff. The Mets have trouble scoring runs. I do not like them today. I like Woodruff at negative negative one twenty-four. I think that's a safe bet. I also do not expect it to be a high scoring game. McGill is thrown really well for the Mets lately. So much so much Luis Rojas has said he's kind of earned himself a spot in the rotation. I do think the under is going to come up big, seven and a half runs, minus 125. I think that's a good place to go right there between the Mets and Milwaukee. Now let's talk about what we need to talk about, guys. We, we put it off long enough. Cubs. The Cubs tonight taking on the Phillies, taking on more at the Phillies. And I know the Cubs have lost nine in a row. I know the Cubs have turned themselves from spires into sellers. I know the Cubs are not what we hoped they would be. I wanted them to continue this. And a a lot of this, by the way, two weeks ago, I was saying they got to be buyers, they got to be buyers, and then they hit this nine-game skid, and of course, the Milwaukee Brewers go through the roof. It sucks. It does. I I think a part of me just wanted this to continue, but I also knew that if it did continue, if they kept winning and then they were buyers, it probably would have been, in the long term, the worst case scenario for the Chicago Cubs as a franchise right now. They got some pieces. They need to move. They got pieces. They can move. Kimbrel's going to get in a hole. He is. That one's a big one. Baez, as you can get some people for him. Bryant, you can get a ton for him. I know we don't like saying this guys, but it's time to be realistic. The Cubs need to move these guys. They need to start planning for the future. They do. I said last week, if the Cubs did nothing this offseason, they'd be ahead of the Brewers right now by four games. And they would. All they would have done was not trade away Darvish, Caratini, and they wouldn't have DFA'd Schwarber. What would the Cubs look like right now? Whew. It hurts to even think about it. But right now, you got to look through the betterment of your future. you got to look to the betterment of your fans and, and franchise. you got to move some of these pieces. But let's look at tonight. 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 They're facing the Phillies. they got Davies on the mound. We know what Davies can do. And they are favored in this game, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to say I think you should take the Cubs at minus 148 tonight. I do think the Cubs are going to kind of get out of it a little bit tonight. I don't see them going back to their winning ways. I do see them being better than the Phillies. Because they are better than the Phillies. They're in Chicago. They got Davies on the mound. I don't expect it to be a high-scoring game. I'm really thinking the under is set at 11. I mean, the line is at 11. Let's be real clear. I'm taking the under in this game. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring affair, but I do like your Cubs tonight. 670 the score, down the line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino. Talking about the Cubs. Oh, the Cubs. I mentioned this yesterday. Uh, in 2016, I had my opportunity to sign with the Cubs, and it's my only real regret in my baseball career that I didn't sign with them seems like a fun clubhouse. Seems like a good group of guys. I I don't know Anthony Rizzo well. I played with him very briefly in spring training back in San Diego. Um, You know, I know Jock Peterson pretty well. We played together on Team Israel back in the day. But, uh, you know, a few of these guys I don't know. But it seems just like a really fun clubhouse. What does a clubhouse like this need to do after losing nine games in a row? Every time I think that, when we finally get to that number nine, I just can't help but think about Ferris Bueller's day off. Nine times. That's tough. You know what I used to do when my teams went on a huge skid? Brandon, this is honest to God truth. All right, this is something, by the way, that's probably not allowed. Actually, I know for a fact it wasn't allowed. I didn't care. I did it everywhere I went. I built a bar in the clubhouse next to my locker. I always got two lockers everywhere I went. Why did I get two lockers? Because, you know, I can immediately tip out the clubby right away and be like, hey, buddy, how about two lockers? Because that second locker is not for my equipment. It's for the bar I'm building. And he said, what? I said, "Just you'll see. Anyways. I get, a, I get a fridge, I put it in the, in the, in the locker, it's about a, it's a sizable fridge, and of course I have the upper cubbies that I would fill with high-end liquor, you know, because we needed to have top-shelf liquor after games. And then after the game would end, we'd come in and I'd give away an award, and usually the award was a championship belt that usually had something on it. I don't know if I can say this on terrestrial radio, but let's just say it. they dangle. That's what was on the championship belt. Also, we also had another belt that said the word just the word douche on it. That's all. It was a belt for so we gave away one belt for the player of the game. We gave away another belt for the guy who was the uh, the worst guy of the day. It was awesome. We had a lot of fun. There was a decent amount of drinking taking place after every win. We'd always turn on the neon light, get everybody going. And what happened when we lost, especially when we lost five in a row? Oh, we turned the neon light even more, and we stayed even later because our group of guys just needed to get past it. At the end of the day, guys, this is baseball. You know, we get so trapped in the, in the business aspect. We get so trapped into being like, dude, yeah, yeah, there's so much money out there. We just went over lines talking about Vegas lines for these games. But at the end of the day, it's a game. Those guys out on the field, those guys over in Wrigleyville, over in that clubhouse, they're people. They're people just like you are. Yes, they live a very different life because they're pro athletes. Yes, they do certain things that are a little interesting. Yes, they are playing in an industry that does produce and make a lot of money. But at the end of the day, they are just normal people going around the same type of normal insecurities that you do. So when you have a bad day, what do you do? A lot of people like to just go out and have a few drinks. What about you, Brandon? After a long day at the score, do you go home and just tie one up, have a couple drinks? Probably. I don't, I'm, score's been okay with me. But, yeah, if it's been a long day, I, I probably would sit down and have a few drinks, yeah, just to ease my mind. So now, th- think I of, can understand now, that. But now think about that as ball players, and think about these guys are supreme athletes at the very top of their field in the history of their industry. Now they start drinking they start competing with each other. Let's just say I played a few games extremely hungover, and everybody in that club's locker room also has. And you know what? I think that's what they need to do. You know when it starts to get a little rainy out and you've lost four games in a row? You go out to the field, you draw a turtle, you have everybody spitting the turtle, you're trying to get rain to land down on you, and you got the rain turtle out there, and what you do as a team is you go in that clubhouse, you have a couple of cocktails together, and you enjoy yourselves, and you enjoy each other's company, and you remind yourself why you're playing baseball to begin with. Because at the end of the day, it's a game. It's a fun game game and it's surrounded by fun things and I think that's what they need. They just need to get back to having fun. It's Cubs baseball. It's fun. Baseball is fun. At least that's what I told myself when things got really bad. That's it for today, guys, for Down the Line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino. Get ready for the time of your life at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas' newest home for entertainment destination. Bet with the pros at the world's largest sportsbook, Circa Sports. Guys, that is it for me for Down the Line with Cody Decker, brought to you by Circus Sports. I'm out of here. I'll see you tomorrow. Be safe out there. Stick around for Cubs coverage and the Cubs game here on 670 Score. See ya. Beat it.